Well, good morning and welcome to this episode of Shelter Daily and His Word. It's so glad that you are with us today. Glad that you've chosen to uh, join either through our podcast or one of our streaming services. Thank you again for that. We so need uh, you to be a part of this. Uh, you're the reason why we do it, uh, because we want God's Word to get into your heart and life. We want you to stay sheltered in the Word of God, and we want your life to be built up and encouraged. So thank you. And uh, with that in mind, I'm going to ask you, if you will, let's just go to the Lord in prayer, and we'll ask the Lord just to touch us as we share, and then we'll dive right into the Word of God this morning. So Father, thank you again for the opportunity we have to be able to share this day together. Pray, God, your blessing on all those that hear. Let your Word today God, penetrate our hearts, let it take root into our lives, and then God, allow us to live it out, Lord, so that we can sow it to others, and God, so fulfill the call that you've placed upon our lives. Bless today, I pray, each heart and life who is uh, attentive to the word this morning, and we'll give you the thanks for it in Jesus' name, amen. Well, as we've been uh, discussing 1 John chapter 3 and 1 John chapter 5, we understand that, and what we're looking at is God's desire for us. And the desire of God for us is to excel in every area of our lives. And one of the things that we left you with yesterday is, is that one of the issues that we deal with is oftentimes we fail uh, too many times in the arena of faith simply because we try to develop our faith at the wrong times. Uh, usually people wait until difficulty rises up and then they want to scurry and try to uh, you know, develop their faith, uh, get a prayer life, all those kinds of things. And that really is not the time. In fact, that's the time that your faith should carry you through. And not only that, it is that time when, because many times people going through difficulty don't really feel that they can pray or they can hold fast and, and, they're, and they're, they're weakened uh, maybe it's because of a physical ailment or because of a situation that, that has gone on in our lives. Whatever it is, uh, you know, we have to be careful because we should develop faith long before difficulty and trouble comes so that when it does come, we're able to be sustained through it and to know that there are others who are going through it. And, I, and one of the things I wanted to reiterate with, with you is this, and I found it, it's found in First uh, Peter chapter 5. And I want you to, to listen to it. It says, casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you. First of all, where do we cast our cares? Upon the Lord. Always upon him. So when I'm weak, God, I don't know what to do. I cast it. I put it upon you. And the Bible says out of my weakness, he becomes strong. But then listen to this. Be sober and be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. So we know that the enemy's out there. He's always looking for a way. So when you're in the arena of difficulty, you're a prime target for the enemy. All right? Especially if you've not developed faith prior. So what you've got to do is you've got to do it now. Do it while you are strong. Do it while you're there. Hold your faith. Build your faith. Keep your faith. Stay strong in faith so that when you go through difficult moments, you know what, you'll be able to be sustained through because the enemy is looking for a way to devour you. The Bible says, he walketh about seeking whom he may. Then he says, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same affliction are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. In other words, Paul, Peter's saying, I want you to know you're not alone in this. 
There are others who go through it so you can go through it. There are others who experience it, some far worse than you and I are experiencing. Some go through things far greater than we've ever experienced in our own lives. So long before we reach the place of difficulty, long before we go through troubled moments in our lives, our faith needs to be developed. And, and I, know, I know this because how many times have we heard people say, well, I guess I just don't have enough faith. Or I guess my faith is just too weak. Or we've even had people accuse us of not having faith. Well, if your faith would be stronger like they did, like Job's friends. Well, you know what, Job, you must have done something wrong. You must have uh, displeased God in some way. That's why you're going through this. No, let's not go there. But let us, let us hold fast to our faith. It's a slap in the face of the Holy Spirit who, who has taken and recreated our spirit in Christ Jesus to sit there and, and, and say things like, well, I just don't have enough faith. Jesus said, all you have to have is the faith of the grain of mustard seed, and you can say to a mountain, be thou removed and cast in the sea, and it would be done. So don't, don't do that. Don't, don't tell yourself. Don't allow yourself to listen to the enemy who comes along to try to tell you how unworthy you are. Don't let the enemy uh, come along and tell you, uh, you know, that you don't deserve healing or you don't deserve deliverance. You don't deserve it. No, instead, you need to stand up and say, you know what? I am the workmanship of God developed and created in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians 2 and 10. I am his workmanship. He is creating something in me. And if I understand what Ephesians 2 and 10 says, then we, you know, we need to go and we need to declare, not just declare it, but we need to live it out. We need to just live out this, not just to speak it, all right? We need to live it out. We are, we are to go out and we are to declare it and then we are to live it. And I believe this with all my heart. You're the product of his workmanship, his work. He has created something in you through Christ Jesus, working in your life. So when, when you, you dwell or thrive in failure, when you don't exercise or develop your faith, when you think that you're not good enough, when you say, God will never do this for me, you, what you're really saying is, Father, what you did in Jesus Christ in my life is just not good enough. It's not as good as what Satan had done to destroy Adam. What Satan did in Adam made him a sinner. But what you did in me, Christ, you made me a new creation. That's what we ought to be saying. But if we go around and say that that's not enough, that I'm still not fit, I'm still unworthy, I'm still just, I, I'm not any of those things, then you know what happens to us? We find ourselves spiraling out of control. And that's just what the enemy wants. He wants you out of control. He wants you to give in. He wants you to give up. He wants you to walk away from this and say it's not worth it when in reality it is because you are the workmanship of God in Christ Jesus. He created you. He did this for you. What we ought to say is what the Lord declares. We are who we are because of Him. You see, what I am, I am. What I say I have, I have. What I say I do, I do. What he says about me is what I say about myself. 1 John 3, 
Verse 22 and 23 says, And we will receive whatever we request because we obey Him and do the things that please Him. See, if you want what God has for you, then you've got to begin to live out what God declared for you. We've got to be willing to allow the Word of God to come alive in us and then excel in those things and to move in those things. And you know, and I, I know that there are reasons why we don't. I know there are. One is simply because we just don't walk in the love of God. We fail to do so. And, 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 and you know, as I said earlier, I said, you know, above everything else, God wants us to be His and His alone. He loves us. When we understand the love of God, when we understand how much God loves us and what He really did for us, when we really truly take to heart the things that He's done and really believe this, you know, when He changed us, He changed. When we were born again, we were in fact born again. And we need to grow and develop and to operate in this sphere, this realm of the love of God so that we can begin to live out the miraculous things of God. Do you realize what you were before you were a believer? Where you, where you were going before you found Christ? What way you were leading? The Bible says you were walking in the way of destruction, the way of darkness. It was leading you down a path of darkness where there was no hope. But when you encountered Jesus Christ, your life was changed forever. You know, the world system, everything is prone to failure. Nothing is failure-proof. Nope. Everything fails in this world. They don't even, you know, they don't make cars to last. They don't make uh, equipment to last. Why? Well, because they know that if they made it to last, you wouldn't buy another one. So what do they do? They put it, they, they create it so it will fail. But God created you so that you don't have to fail. Jesus never fails. And God loves you. In fact, He is love. He's not just about love. He's not just about knowing something of love. He is love. The, the, the love of God is the law. That's the cardinal law of God is love. His love always works and never fails if we put it into operation then we will not fail if we love the bible says first corinthians 13 8 love will last forever that's agape that's action understand that as a born-again believer you have the same spiritual capacity that was in christ jesus he said i put that in you the same power that that worked in me, I give to you. It says in Romans 5, 5, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. No, it doesn't say that by some limited measure. No, he has given us his love. John 17, 26, Jesus prayed that the same love that the Father had loved Jesus Christ would be in us not to be not part of us but all of us because we allow you know a lot of times we allow our religious traditions to wage war within us to belittle ourselves 
not realizing that, that we are in Christ and not knowing the fullness of God is in him through him. See, you know, ignorance robs us of excellence. When we, when we, just, when we don't allow this love to rise up, when we, don't, when, we, when we let others tear it down out of our lives, when we let things keep us away from it, and sometimes, you know, we do. The Bible says in 1 John 4, it says, who, all who proclaim that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. Wow. We know how much God loves us. Therefore, we put our trust in Him. Do you know God loves you? He does. With an everlasting love. And, and here's the key that, 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 that we need to hold on to. A key to keeping the commandment mentioned in John, 1 John 3, 23. Loving one another with love, the love of God. Loving one another with the love of God. Loving one another with the love of God. Look at, look at 1 John 2 and 5. Those who obey God's word really do love him. That is what the way to know whether or not you really live in him. How? It's simple. By the way you obey the word of God. Do you obey his word? Do you obey his word? You allow this word to get inside of you. You know, when you walk in obedience to the word of God, when you walk to, toward the things that God has said, when we practice what his word says, and part of that is loving others. When we love those around us, when we're willing to give this, when we, when we see an opportunity to love on someone, we love them. When we see an opportunity to do good, we do it. When we fulfill the law of God, when we do what the word of God tells us, and, and, and even in spite of, you know, Peter said, you know, not to think it's strange concerning fiery trials that come our way as though something strange has happened to us. But we're to rejoice in as much as we are partaker of the sufferings of Christ that when his glory shall be revealed, we may be glad also with exceeding joy. We reproach, if you are reproached for the name of Christ, happy are you. The same spirit of God, glory uh, and of God resteth upon you, and on their part, um, he is evil. He, you know, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. I'm telling you, if we live this way, if we recognize there's a purpose in everything God does, everything God is doing in my life, there's purpose. We're walking in it. We're living in it. We're going to keep it. We're going we're gonna to know. How is the world going to know who we are? Why? Because we carry a big King James Version Bible under our arms and we walk around like that. Or because we wear a certain dress or we wear our hair a certain way. Or we go to a certain church that has a certain name over it. No. They're going to know that you are who you say you are because of the love you exercise. The love you have for one another. The love you have for those around you. The love you have for those who even despisefully use you and abuse you. Even when you're going through a dark moment in life, when we fail, become angry, or sin, and, 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 and we 
uh, allow that, uh, that sin to resident in our life and we don't confess it, we don't live it out. But if we keep the love, if we keep the obedience, if we follow the word of God, you know, above all things, Peter said, have fervent love among yourselves. For love covers the multitude of sin. You know, that word fervent means intense, white hot, never ceasing. Is a love that is a fire. A love that burns out all the other junk that we don't need in our lives. A love that purifies. It's pure love. It's, it's, it's a love that cares about, genuinely cares about. Those who are going through dark times, we love them through it. Those who are, who are uh, experiencing uh, failure, we love them through it. Those who falter, we love them through it. Those who mess up, we love them through it. Our love is hot. Our love is never ceasing. It's fervent. When we were baptized in the Holy Spirit, we were baptized with fire, the Bible says. And the love of God consumes sin. The love of God consumes death. The love of God consumes and swallows up the works of Satan and causes you and I to move forward. This intense, white-hot, fervent, never-ceasing love never fails. It burns the dross. It purifies the heart. That's the kind of love he wants us to exemplify everywhere we go. That's the kind of love he's calling you to. That's what his word speaks to us about. That's what he's asking of us. That's what he's declaring to us and saying, look, this is what I want you to do. This is how I want you to do it. If we would love that way, if we would just walk in obedience to the word of God, if we just go ahead and give him what belongs to him, if we allow him, amen? If we do this, if we obey the commands and live in fellowship with him, he said, if we do this, if we do this, every child of God, without exception, will defeat the evil world by trusting Christ to give us victory. Ah, oh, man. I hope today that you'll understand that. That we win. Ultimately, we win. No matter what we go through, if we'll trust in the Word of God, if we'll trust in Christ Jesus, if we'll hold fast, if we love Him who loves God, and we allow that love to just formulate in our hearts and let it be there every day, it will change everything. We can overcome anything the enemy brings our way. Anything that happens to us, we can stand against it because God loves us. And he's doing everything. He's done everything on his part. There's not another thing he has to do. He's already done it. What we have to do is we have to say, okay, I've made up my mind. I've made my choice. I've decided to follow Jesus. I've decided I am, and I'm going to let God. I've, I know he's forgiven me of my sins. I know he's transformed my life. I know, he's I know it doesn't look like it sometimes. I know there are things still that God's working on in my life, but I'm going to let the Holy Spirit work on me until all the things are destroyed. All the works of the world are destroyed in my life. 
so that I can live a victorious life through Jesus Christ. I'm going to allow the love of God to fervently work in me so that I can love others with the same fervency. I believe God can help you to do that. And my prayer is for you that as we go through this weekend, that you will experience and walk in the great love of God and that you will walk victorious no matter what you're going through. And remember this, if you're going through something right now, there are others like myself who have gone through things and understand what you're going through. And we're praying, God, touch them. God, raise them. God, see them through it. God, keep them through it. Just like we're going to pray right now. And I'm going to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you, God, will give them the courage to stand. God, that they have, they are, in fact, overcomers. And Lord, no matter, Lord, whether they're right now in the, air, the arena of difficulty, despite all of that, God, you still have given them the ability to stand firm. I pray today, Lord, that in all that's going on, that God, you will raise them up. I pray, God, that their, their, their grace, God, that has been given, will be experienced, God, in a powerful way. And God, that they will know the love of God through this and God see it and that their love, God, will be fervent, white hot. And knowing, God, that you're able, keep them through this, I pray. Touch your church, God. Be with us through this weekend, I pray. God, bring us back at the appointed time if you should tarry. Let us, God, again, be able to be in your word together and to build up one another and to encourage one another as we stay sheltered daily in your word, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you. Thank you again for joining with us today. I pray that the love of God will just grow rich in your life, and I pray that you'll stay sheltered daily in his word. If you want to know more about Jubilee Worship Center, I say it every day, but I want you to know, go to jubileeworshipcenter.com. We'd love to hear from you, and I mean that. I want to know, what's God doing in your life? Let us share testimonies. If, you, if there's something you want us to talk about, we've said this before, we're waiting on you. This program that we do every day, we do to help you to grow, to stay sheltered in the Word of God so that you can give out what you've been receiving. So let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. God bless you. Have a great day. Look forward to seeing you again for another episode of Shelter Daily in His Word.